Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast here on this Monday. My name is J.J. Jackson. On today's show, we recap Duke football's season opener versus the Charlotte 49ers, an unexpected loss for the Duke Blue Devils now 0-1 on the season. Again, my name is JJ Jackson. Follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Follow our show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Be sure you subscribe and follow Locked On Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcasts as you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day. Super excited to dive into today's show and talk about that first football game of the season. A very long offseason speculating, talking about fall camp what to predict and that sort of thing going into the year we actually have statistics and results to discuss and we're going to do that on today's show locked on blue devils is a daily duke athletics podcast i join you five days a week to talk about all the great things going on in the wide world of duke sports the nfl season is about to begin and nobody covers it like the locked on podcast network august 30th through september 8th Locked On's Ultimate Season Preview is taking you through every team and every division with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker and Jason Lockenfora. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts beginning on August 30th through September 8th. Do you know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is just rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You just don't stand a chance. Introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name the stakes, winner take all. Go to stathero.com slash locked on, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on, stathero.com slash locked on. You are in total control. Stat Hero is DFS the way it was meant to be, one-on-one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. As we get into today's edition of Locked On Blue Devils, we're here to talk about Duke's football season opening loss to Charlotte. They lost the game by a final score of 31-28. to On the day, Duke was led by running back Mateo Durant. He was outstanding. 255 rushing yards. That is a school record. He had three rushing touchdowns. He had two of those touchdown runs being longer than 50 yards. The 255 rushing yards break Sean Wilson's record. He had 245 back in 2014 versus Kansas. Durant is now up to 1,576 career rushing yards, 20th all-time in school history. Durant needs just 200 yards to jump into the top 15. So if he has another game like he did this past weekend versus North Carolina A&T coming up on Friday, Durant's going to be able to do that, and he's going to be able to move into the top 15. 
Also talking about the first touchdown of the season. That was one of the questions we had recently in our Mailbag Monday. We also talked about it with Steve Wiseman from the Raleigh News and Observer. I thought Jake Bobo, that was going to be my pick. I thought Gunnar Holmberg would pick up his first career passing touchdown. And it was Steve Wiseman who said Mateo Durant would score the first touchdown. Wiseman had the wiser pick, pun intended there. But uh, Durant didn't score the first one of the year. He did score three on the night, but it was Jordan Waters, the backup running back, who caught a 43-yard touchdown swing pass from Gunnar Holmberg. So I guess I was right on the passing touchdown from Gunnar Holmberg, but it was actually Jordan Rogers, or excuse me, Jordan Waters, not Jake Bobo, that had the football in their hands. When you look at Gunnar Holmberg on the day, 20 for 29, very good efficient numbers there with the one touchdown pass over 200 yards passing. He did not throw an interception. However, he had a critical fumble when he fumbled going into the end zone. Duke had the ball on the four-yard line in the third quarter. That was sort of a pivotal changing moment in that one. Charlotte hosted a Power 5 school for the first time in their school history and won. It was an incredible atmosphere, a home game for them, and the crowd really got into it as we saw three different lead changes in the fourth quarter alone. Here's the difference. Charlotte was 10 of 18 on third down. Duke's defense could just not get off the field on third down, and Charlotte was able to make them pay for that. The storyline for Duke offensively, of course, was Mateo Durant, and I think the storyline defensively was Duke's inefficiency on third down. 255 career or rushing yards on the game for Mateo Durant. That's a career high and a school record. Let's listen to what Durant had to say after the game. Uh, we're fine. You know, it was a, a very hard-fought victory by them. You know, we came out. We executed well, but, you know, we had one turnover that, you know, changed the game a little bit. But, you know, overall, as a team, we came out, we played very well, and we were very consistent, you know. At the end of the day, you just got to live with some of the results sometimes. The record's all cool and everything, but, you know, I'm a very team-first guy. And, you know, we wanted to come out and get the win, but, you know, we didn't execute as well as we should have uh, to be able to do that, you know. Uh, I didn't, you know, uh, want to do anything I could to help the team win at the end of the day. You know, I'm a very team-first guy, so... You know, anything the team needs me to do, I'll do it whenever. I love that. He's a team-first guy. He wants Duke to win football games. And uh, it's it's sad that uh, a little bit of his day is going to be lost in the outcome as Duke loses, again, 31-28 to Charlotte. Four touchdowns were scored by Duke, and Charlotte made big plays with 36 seconds left. They scored the go-ahead touchdown to give us that 31-28 score and ultimately win the game. The game was televised on the CBS Sports Network. Here's how some of those highlights sounded. We have Duke from the ACC. Charlotte, the 49ers hosting a Power 5 team for the first time in program history. First down for Chris Reynolds. Play action. Reynolds finds the balls with space Motion. 
Fun game if you're not a Duke fan. Tough one for us as, again, 0-1 on the season. Now turning our attention to this coming Friday versus North Carolina A&T. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, head football coach David Cutcliffe talks about the game after this on Locked on Blue Devils. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus. That's 100% welcome bonus. Not 50%. It has been in the past, but it's a 100% welcome bonus. That's incredible. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Again, remember to use promo code locked on. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. These bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for the keto diet. Check out the Coconut Almond. 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, and 5 grams worth of net carbs. Use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order at Built.com. Built Bar is a proud sponsor of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. I, I can tell you what I, I just told the team. Um, let me first comment about their football team. Um, they played really well. Uh, they did everything that it took to win the game. Uh, came up with some stops defensively when they had to. Um, we felt like we could have generated a, a lot more points, but they made some plays there. 
Offensively, they converted some huge third downs that made a difference in the game. The longer we stayed on the field defensively, the tougher time we had stopping them. Um, so they played well. They're a good football team. Um, certainly, it wouldn't call us one uh, yet. And I'm going to say yet because I believe that we can be. Um, you, you can't. Um, well, let me sum it up first with this. We turn it over. They don't. That's an age-old story, and that's literally the way this game came down. Uh, they did a better job of taking advantage of their opportunities and explosive plays. We didn't. And so you don't have to look much beyond that, but did we tackle well enough? Did we cover well enough on defense? No. Did we play situational offense as well as we could have played it? I didn't think so. And um, there's too many of those first game things on both sides that I have to take responsibility for. And, um, but the spirit of this team is not broken by any means. The team's not broken. We've got a lot of work to do, but we've got a lot of capable people to do it with. And uh, we're going to go back on the practice field tomorrow with an intention of uh, building on what we did well and making corrections and turning our attention toward the next game and the next opponent, but also focusing again on Duke and what we've got to do to be the best football team we can be. I wouldn't count this team out by any means, so I'll take your question. As a reminder, please raise your hand uh, using the raise hand function. And Steve, will you get us started? Yeah, Coach, uh, you know, real quick, could you address Mateo's night in setting a school record, rushing yards, um, just all the work he did for you that, that you know kept you in the game there, took you that run late in the fourth quarter? Yeah, I mean, Mateo is, I think everybody's known it all along as a special player. Um, you know, I, I would almost speak to not just his ability to begin with, but his fierceness as a runner. Um, he's a great finisher. Um, he's been a, a leader for us this entire time. We came back in January. I don't know that anybody worked harder at uh, getting stronger and preparing himself for this season. I just spoke with him outside and, you know, his will's not broken. This spirit of this team's not broken. And um, they know we've got enough football players to rally together to get this. And I, and I told our team in the locker room, Steve, it, we're not just going to ride one or two players. We, we can play a lot of people. We've got a lot of people close to ready to play. But I told them, some of you young guys are people that didn't play as much as you think. Gain our trust. Gain our complete trust. And then we can start playing more and more people. And I think it's going to make us a unique football team and a much better football team when we can do that. Hi, Coach. Yes. Gunnar had a nice night statistically. What do you have to say about his debut and how much of that is lost in the final score? Say, say it again. How much of Gunner's start tonight did you think was good and how much of that is lost in the final score? Well, I mean, there's a lot lost in the final score for all of us, but I, I thought Gunner took care of the ball. Um, he had some big plays throughout the game. Um, I thought he played poised and, you know, I, I think he, he will feel, you know, like I do that he, he needs more playing time more. I mean, the more you do this, the better, you're going to be, and I think we can improve offensively as a situational offense and kind of understand the big picture 
um, we're, we're going to be better. And I think that's one of the things you get playing 11 on 11 football. And I think that's the biggest takeaway for, for Gunner, in my opinion, is that he, he's going to grow quickly from all of these circumstances he was in tonight. Let's go back to Steve. Let's pivot to Chris Heidel. Hey, Coach Cuckley, I'm sorry for the tough loss tonight here. Um, is this something you guys have to work on is time possession? Because it seems like they dominated time possession. And, and, you know, to dominate a team, you got to keep uh, keep the ball on the ground. Yeah, a year ago when we, when we you know, defeated them badly, they dominated uh, time of possession. Uh, maybe, I, don't, I hadn't seen it yet, but maybe even more so than they did tonight. Sometimes big plays create that offensively but the biggest difference is when you, you got people third and 10 or second and 15 or first and 15 you got to get stops and if we can't get off the field and a team can take it 93 yards and a team can take it 75 yards it's really very difficult um to to to, to play good defense i mean you watch any defensive team, you give up that second first down on the drive, it's hard to get off the field. And we did that way too much tonight. Uh, I was going to ask about the defense before my uh, my Zoom died there. So um, I think he was talking about that at the end there, right? Or was there, um, I guess it was he asked more about the pass defense and about, you know, was there breakdown in coverage late? And again, Chris may have just asked this, so I apologize if that happened. Yeah, no, I mean, you're, you're asking a little bit of a different question. It was about time of possession, and I went into, you know, them converting and, and, and you know, we'd get them in a bad down and distance and they'd gain 11, or we'd be a third and 11 and they'd gain, you know, too much. And no, you have to challenge a team like that this quarterback is talented he is accurate and no we gave them too many easy access catches our coverage has to be better um we were unable to pin him up much um when you get a rush on a guy you got to finish him and um you know you have to find a way to create turnovers to play good defense and you know all of that entered into this tonight with them staying on the field uh creating plays when when the down the distance wasn't in their favor um i thought in the first half part of our problem was too many easy first down access plays so um you know we'll learn from it a lot of work to do and um you, you learn what your team's about and again i'm going to say it i think we got more people that can play and i'm going to challenge our older guys and our younger guys to compete and um, I want to see us play more people on defense. I want to see people earn the opportunity to play on defense because we've got some talented people that can run and tackle. That was Duke head football coach David Cutcliffe after the loss to Charlotte. Duke is now 0-1 on the season and still a lot to play for. You can't let that one game define your season, and you can't have the sort of residual effects of that game carrying over into this upcoming game versus North Carolina A&T. Coach Cutcliffe said he had a lot of good things to say about Gunnar Holmberg. Of course, his debut is going to be lost in the outcome, as is Mateo Durant. The defense has got to improve. A couple of guys were rotating in and out, and again, 10 of 18 on third down. That's not great for that Duke football team. We'll see if they're able to improve on that going into 
this next week. That's going to do it for our show. Duke football drops their season opener by a score of 31-28 to to the Charlotte 49ers. If you haven't done so already, follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Locked On Blue Devils as soon as it's available each and every day. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day. Thank you.